Hey, dude, this dog leg stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird Hello, groomers! Welcome to GroomPod, episode four of two, recorded on February 11th, 2024, in Snohomish, Washington, Tucson, Arizona, and Coatesville, Pennsylvania, because we have a special guest today. We have Helen Schaefer with us. Hi, Helen! Hi, Susie! Hi, Barb! Hi, Helen! So glad to see you! Glad to see you! Thanks for having me again. I always enjoy our discussions. <laughs> Oh, it's always so much fun. So this week we're going to be talking about Nexus Brand Group. Yay! <laughs> we're not going to do what's new this week per se, but I do want to tell you guys about the tent sale and also let you in on a secret. We're doing a special giveaway for the GroomPod listeners. But you have to be in attendance to win. And I'm telling you, it's going to be worth the effort to get over there. It will be awesome. I'll add at noon for lunch, and I'm talking at 3 p.m. So be sure to stay for the afternoon. I need you guys. Ever wondered if those buzzword-laden labels really mean anything? All-natural, soap-free, organic? How much trust should you put into these marketing terms? And how can you confirm that the ingredients inside the product actually match the claims on the label? Join Barbara Bird on March 7th at the Show Season Tent Sale in Tucker, Georgia for a live educational seminar you don't want to miss. Barbara will be debunking common industry myths and investigating the truth behind good and bad ingredients in pet care. This is your chance to learn what science tells us about some of the most commonly used ingredients so you can truly understand the product labels and separate the fact from the fluff. And that's not all. Get ready to rev up those grooming van engines. Join me for a lively talk about the roller coaster of running a booming mobile grooming business. I'll be dishing out top-notch tips on going mobile, remaining profitable, and building a pack of positively delightful tail-wagging clients. This isn't your run-of-the-mill business class. I'll be serving up my juiciest real-life tales from years as a successful mobile groomer. You'll have a doggone good time while soaking up the secrets you need to rock your mobile grooming game. If you're excited to elevate your grooming business, all while enjoying major deals on top quality grooming supplies from Show Season and Groomers Mall, register for this free event today. You can learn more about this exclusive event for groomers by clicking the link at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash the groom pod, or going to Show Season Animal Products on Facebook. Groomers, take your seats. It's time for Bee Bird's Classroom. Recently, there has been a lot of, shall we say, 
acquisitions in the grooming industry. People picking up all kinds of different brands and putting them into underneath the umbrella of Nexus. And we just want to talk about that a little bit. Barbara, why don't you start us off? Well, I was very interested in um, Helen's recent post on Facebook where she uh, shared that the trade show has become an issue between Nexus brand groups and the companies that they have become, quote, their term partners with. Because if you're not a member of the Nexus brands group, well, if you are a member of the Nexus brands group, you can't sell Nexus brands themselves at the, well, Helen, why don't you explain? okay (laughs) so um a lot of people wear that um some very popular brands like chris christensen i groom nature specialty are all now part of nexus i work for a company that is owned by an investment firm so i am not anti-investment firm because you do need capital to back up your dreams completely understandable. However, these companies that were previously independent and now Nexus also bought Cherry Brook, Ryan's, Christie's Direct, Transgroom. So those are distributors. Groomers Pro. Groomers Pro, yep. Um, And apparently also Crown Royal is their latest one. I saw the name Jelly Pet on one of their slides that I saw. So I don't, I'm wondering about Jelly Pet is such a new company. Yeah. And, and um, Nature's Balanced Dog Food. Ah. And Dollar Shave Club. Wow. And, and that's just this side of their like big portfolio. So again, there's nothing inherently wrong about seeking outside sourcing to promote or grow your business where I think a lot of groomers need to be aware and understand what is happening that is not positive from this investment is that independent distributors like Whitman's, Groomers Mart, Pedigree, Pet Store Direct. Cascade Grooming Supply. Yes. If they're going to a larger trade show, so like Groom Expo West, Atlanta, Super Zoo, Hershey, They're not allowed to sell those Nexus brands that they have carried and provided to groomers for years. If that Nexus owned brand, so like if iGroom has an iGroom booth, only that iGroom booth will be selling it. And I would assume Cherry Brook or Ryan's, which are Nexus owned distributors. It's an unfair business practice. It sure is. It's very unfair because it's not to say like, yes, someone was like, well, there's map pricing. There's absolutely manufacturers advertised pricing. The key word there is advertised. You can, and you see it on Home Depot all the time, sell something for lower than what the manufacturer suggested retail is, but you just can't advertise that price. So you could feasibly go Um, A a great example is Electric Cleaner Company. They have a booth at almost every single trade show in the U.S. They do not sell out of their booth. 
they send them to this distributor, that distributor. Same thing with Andis. Andis has started to sell parts out of their booth and partnering with one of their distributors to sell equipment. But generally speaking, Wall, Electric Cleaner Company, Andis, those booths are there for education about the products, not for sales. Same thing with Pedigree is the master distributor for Melanie Newman Salon Essentials, which I know we're not fans of here, um, but <laughs> I still like it, but I understand, you know, your reasoning. Um, but when Pedigree has other distributors that they provide Melanie Newman to, they'll have a Melanie Newman education booth to talk about the product, but they don't sell out of that part of their booth and they don't carry the retail generally speaking, in their booth. They send them to Pet Store Direct, to Ryan's, to Groomer's Choice, to whoever's there and has it. Because these branded booths are where you should be getting education from. And when Nexus says you can't sell here and you can't advertise and you can't have sales or, or you're going to lose your distributorship, we're, as the consumer, losing choice. And it's hurting those independent distributors because now they have less product. It looks like they don't sell those products. Whether or not the independent distributors, whether Groomers Mart has the best price on iGroom this week or Pedigree or Whitman, Groom Factory or whoever, sometimes it's not about that. There have been times where in a booth, if you buy like X amount of gallons of shampoo, you get a free nail Dremel, a clipper that may be more valuable to you than like 10% off because overall you're spending less money, still getting essential things that you need. Places like Cascade, one-fifth of their sales was Chris Christensen. And if they took that away from a trade show floor for them, why bother to buy the booth? That's a fifth of their sales. That's horrible. That's like a monopoly or it's racketeering or something. <laughs> it's one of those something. things. But that, that, you know, that's like... Capitalism. Yes and no. Um, capitalism is a dirty word in a lot of ways, but we're all here to turn a profit. Yeah. We all got bills to pay. Unfortunately, we're not in Star Trek world where there's no money and everybody's basic needs are taken care of and we can pursue our higher goals. It's more about laissez-faire, right? You're not allowing market forces. They're creating an artificial inflation of their pricing and an artificial lack of supply. How many gallons of iGroom are they going to be able to fit into their tiny booth? And on, are they going to force you to order from Ryan's and then and and have, have it shipped. shipped? And again, I work in the pedigree booth a lot. Robert and I have had a very long, we've, I've been associated you know, with them and, and a champion of their brand for 10 years. It's a family run company, like many of these other ones, like Cascade, like, um, show seasons, um, but best shot, small company, and apparently even Groomer's Choice, which I was not aware of, is family owned, and that you know Simpreco is a larger company. But my point is, none of this is good for us as independent business owners, and even me working for a vet-driven corporation, we use full label ingredients products in our salons. That is a non-negotiable for me. I want to know what I'm putting on that pet. I want to know what I'm putting on my hands. I'm allergic to a lot of things. We use show seasons. We use Melanie Newman. We did use iGroom prior to the sale of it because it used to be full label and now it's really not. 
it's great to have investment and to be able to expand and to bring innovation and better ingredients, better products. But I don't feel like that's necessarily what we're seeing here. They are influencing tremendously the way we consume. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair market. Yeah. They're manipulating the market. And actually, that sort of fits in with their goals. Nexus brand, can I talk a little bit about the financial side of things? Because I learned a little bit in looking this up. So Nexus describes themselves as a private equity company. And I wonder, well, what's a private equity company? And that's a investment in limited partnerships that take an active role in the management and structuring of the company. So they change the company more profitable. They're all about increasing. Actually, Nexus, which was acquired itself by Bunker Capital, this is, this is really complex financial stuff. And they looked to identify companies that had high visible profile, high their brands and high profile value, but their bottom and so they invite the companies to, to come into their quote family. There's a lot of marketing involved here into their family and then they accept a certain amount of coaching and uh suggestions and they they sort of have to agree to go for an expansion plan that is developed by the experts at the nexus brand group so they will come to you, offer you a partnership in their thing in order to help you market better. One of the things that, that Nexus Brands does is they put you on Facebook and they handle all of the Facebook marketing for the company. Well, at, at a certain point, this can conflict with the original philosophy and goals and ethics of the company. For example, iGroom. So iGroom originally, their formulas were developed with Jennifer Lee in conjunction with a very contemporary, forward-looking formulator, who I think was a woman. Jennifer would throw her ideas out to the formulator, and the formulator would find the ingredients that made that product that way. And that's what made iGroom so special. And their first big selling product was the charcoal and keratin shampoo. As we talked about last As week. As we talked about last week. And that shampoo, the original idea was to have ultra mild yet competent cleansers and some of the more advanced copolymer ingredients. In it, and it was very forward seeking. It was very on the edge. It was evolved 
And it was complex. It was very much like a top-end human shampoo might be. Well, the truth is, it wasn't a good profit maker because the ingredients were very expensive. As I've said before, sometimes it can cost more to trade off uh, sulfates for these non-sulfate or mild surfactants. Plus, you have to have a lot more of the surfactant, high, more highly concentrated, in order to get the cleaning results that groomers are used to. So it was a very expensive product to make, even though it got best product of the year and a lot of attention and people were buying it. It's been copied. A lot of other companies have these charcoal-infused formulas out there now. But it wasn't making the iGroom company that much. And as they expanded into a more global uh, enterprise, the problems of having expensive ingredients. And, and also during the COVID times, some of these expensive ingredients and became harder to obtain because they got blocked in the supply problems that happened during that time. So ultimately, Jennifer Lee kind of had a breakdown. That's what she told me. She just said they were working themselves, she and her husband were working themselves to death for a low profit. Mm -hmm. And Jennifer wanted to pull away. And she was having to handle Facebook complaints and, you know, all, all of this stuff. And that wasn't what she was in it for. Mm -hmm. And so the opportunity came, the invitation came from Nexus to be a partner in their little family, which is actually a huge family. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing of it is, in offering a partnership, they more or less allow the company to maintain its individuality and they will retain employees of the company for as long as the employees kind of go along with the new program. One of the first things they did was change the formula to the keratin and charcoal shampoo so that it was cheaper to make and provided more profit because that was the big item. Right. They took away all those luscious, soft, milder surfactants and they used Sodium 1416 olefin sulfonate, which is just about the same as sodium laureth which is what's been used for decades. It's about the same harshness level as that. It's cheaper, and you don't need to use as much. And they tossed out all of the goody ingredients that I love that came from an advanced chemical supplier and they tossed those out and it just became more ordinary and it made more money. And because they had the brand recognition, their sales were still good. It wasn't that they didn't have sales. It was that they didn't have enough profit. And Nexus 
targets those kinds of companies. They target family-owned businesses that are struggling or that the owners have aged out like Chris Christopher. So they offer a way to kind of retire if you're old and get out of the business without uh, firing all of your employees. I was looking for that. I would have liked that when I was ready to to stop being a business owner and just be an educator. And I had to worry about the people that were depending on me for their, how tempting that is, especially in the way that Nexus markets themselves to the companies. Let me read Uh a description. Uh So a, Private equity provides working capital to the target company to finance the expansion of the company with the development of new products and services, the restructuring of operations, management, and formal control, and possibly ownership of the company. So they restructure the whole thing. My big fear is, does everything then become homogenous, where every shampoo line basically has the same formulas coming out, and all that's different is what's on the pictures? Or are they going to keep the identities the of each to, of these to individual companies? To maintain their individual identities, but they want, behind the scenes, to be making it a more profitable company, and there's different ways to doing it. One of it is to get on um, Amazon. They help you get on in and you notice that these companies that iGroom and Major Specialties and uh, Chris Christensen, they're all on Amazon now. So they help your Amazon marketing. To that point, Barbara, Chris Christensen was on Amazon. And what happened is the independent distributors, so Groom Groom used to sell it on Amazon. They're not allowed to anymore. And I was looking for, I do enjoy this product, Saving Grace from Chris Christensen. It's for urine stains. I have a party colored cocker. He's white underneath. Um, and it, it is still pretty gentle on my hands. There's not a lot of enzymatic cleaners I can use that don't tear me apart. So I was desperately looking for this. I spent $42 on a 16 ounce bottle that I know I would have never, ever, 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 ever bought at $42 because it's not that important to me. But like now it was because he's kind of gotten, you know, winter dirty and whatever. And I was like, oh, but even Cherry Brook's out. And I think that part of this is a because there's been a lot of issues with Chris Christensen following through on purchase orders to independent distributors. And also, I've been told by several little birdies that all of the manufacturing of Nature's Specialty, Chris Christensen, and iGroom is moving to the same factory. I was also told by somebody, which I will not name names, but that they have been approached by Nexus to buy their manufacturing facility. And so I think to Susie's point where, yes, everybody goes, 
the these companies are struggling. They're going in with good intentions. They're being made promises. I get that. Again, I work for a company that is backed by an investment firm. We were just switched from investment firms and our previous one went in, made a bunch of promises, gave us a new account manager, was like, yes, yes, yes. And then stunted our growth because it wasn't the way we envisioned things being done. One of the things with my company is our, our motto is pet care reimagined. So we're not going to do things necessarily. It's not a cheap company. We're not cheap. <laughs> if I didn't work there, I, I probably couldn't afford our vet care services. I'm not going to lie, but they do great medicine there. And George, the founder really cares about people. And so I think to this point, again, like an investment company, equity firms, they're not ne inherently bad, but what Nexus is doing is really changing a lot of these companies. They're getting rid of a lot of longtime employees that yes, maybe don't necessarily agree with their methods. And then, yeah, combining down and, and simplifying their marketing so that everything is just cut and paste and Canva templates. And this doesn't speak to that growth or that innovation or creating new products. I, I think honestly, there's less products available than previous. So when I looked at the website, I was digging around to find details about who Nexus is. There is nothing that tells you who they are on that website. There's nothing that indicates anything about the actual company Nexus. But they have managed to attract, especially to the video they have up on the pet care side of it, a bunch of very familiar faces to the industry. So as it goes through the video, I'm like, what the heck? There's Jennifer Lee and there's Chris Christensen and there's Brian Taylor. How did they get these people to And then I remember, oh, right, because they now own their companies, basically. Those three people, they have high, high visibility in the industry. And of course, they found a black guy. Of course they did. They're actually master marketers. But they do have kind of a formula. Well, that's to be expected. I have no doubt that the companies that allowed themselves to be obtained by Nexus had a slightly different agenda than did the corporate, you know, and then they invite you in and they, one of the first things they do, I found this where they say what they do, how they do it. They have a workshop where you make your strategic plan for more profitability. So right away, they suck you in with their expertise and you either go along with them or you leave. And they are very opportunistic. They're just sitting out there waiting to see who's next because Nature's Specialty, the owners retired and then it was... Maybe they people who got it didn't really want to do it. They snapped that up. Chris was retirement age. They snapped that up. So they're just lurking, waiting for companies that are on the edge of either closing forever or... Right. They, that's exactly. That's when they look for companies that have high profile, high visibility, and poor profit or inadequate profit. 
they're not necessarily failing, but they're taking up a lot of energy just to keep the train on the tracks, right? Yeah. And they target. They even use the term target. They target these companies to, quote, help them. And uh, it's sometimes a bitter pill, depending on how involved you are with the, the ethics of your company. And somebody on Facebook said, oh, I had hoped that by becoming a part of this group, that more of these companies would then disclose ingredients. No, they allow you to maintain your policy about ingredients, whatever it was when they were acquired. It's the same thing now. And yeah. just like with iGroom, they coast along on the name, but as your experience with the products deteriorates, then we all kind of go different directions, but yet there's name recognition. So they have years of name recognition that they can sell crappy knockoff products. Well, they're not necessarily crappy products, but they're not always the same highest quality. I mean, what is highest quality? Right. That's another whole topic, but they're not... Well, they're not true to the brand's original formula. And they're, they're not true to the brand's original value system. That's where the problems come in is that the family business has certain values of how they're going to engage in business. And it's not the way that a large and personal corporation is going to engage in business. And this is because financial institutions are non-empathetic. Well, I mean, they are to their shareholders and board members. <laughs> They care a lot about them. Very true. Yeah. And I think, too, the family-run business in grooming is such a cookie jar for these kinds of firms because, I mean, Nexus isn't the only one. There's another company that bought top-down. Nexus is kind of doing a little little top-down and a lot of horizontal. Um, So for those not familiar with top-down, top-down is where you own your manufacturing to your direct supplier. And Nexus has some of that. Horizontal is where you buy competing brands. So like brands that are still in that same category. I think it speaks to grooming as a whole. And I am just very much generalizing here. We're not always the best business people. I was just thinking that. Yeah. And I think a lot of these family-owned brands were like, I'm a groomer. I can't do this forever. I have this great idea for something that will improve other groomers' lives. And they put all of their heart and energy into it. And it's exhausting. I owned my own business. I am happy to work for a corporation. I am happy to have health care and get a paycheck. And I'm still making an impact and a difference because of my position. But when I owned my own business, I was exhausted. And it's exhausting. And I I went to business school. I just was still not great at that. You know, it's definitely a skill. And I think it's a skill that we could do better teaching each other. Because I think there are plenty of groomers that like didn't start out the best way, but they've made it 50 years. And how, what, where are those lessons for everyone? You know, um, and I think that there's a great opportunity in the grooming industry for someone that is actually business savvy 
there's plenty of great business coaches. So when I say everybody's a business coach nowadays, and you have to really understand what their business was and how it was run. And I think there are some that are really transparent with that and some that think that they were successful and weren't necessarily and, or can't actually scale that. And it's, it's manufacturing COVID, like a lot of things happened in 2020 that made all of these companies very ripe for the picking and it is exhausting. And like you're describing the groomer that's looking for something to do after grooming. Well, that lifespan is finite. You've only Mm -hmm. got 10 or 15 years. Well, most of us who want to groom forever, then they find (laughs) out they maybe can't. You've only got 10 (laughs) or 15 years of making that neat business that you came up with live. And then there it is, fruit on the tree for somebody to pick. Yep. Yeah. Well, what amazed me was that video. Yes. That video, one of the things, I mean, that was the next spring marketing themselves to the grooming industry to say, look, all right, we're the good guys. They even had this thing in the video. They had grooming is not just a career. Next slide. Grooming is a calling. That's me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's like those timeshare presentations. You go and they wine and dine you and they're like, no, this is such a great value and and we're in it for the long haul. And then your 17th grandchild, three times removed, is still paying for your timeshare. Yes. And you know, if you get somebody in those timeshare, not to die, you know, (laughs) but if you get somebody in that timeshare who can actually do math, you really fluster them. And then Mm -hmm. when you tell them that you grow weed for a living they send you right out the door with all of the gifts you could possibly want. Out you go. <laughs> oh, Susie, I can't wait to finance all of my free vacations by telling them that I grow pot. It works. <laughs> it works. I'm oh, sitting next God. to my husband as he says this, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, we're going to jail because we're in Mexico. <laughs> but they just said thank you very much, gave us the free tickets to everything, and we were out in like 20 minutes. Oh, they didn't want any, wow. anything to do with you know, us. I think that, that that tip right there should earn you your Barkley honor this year for sure. There we go. Like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> when when it comes when the ballots come out, just know that I'm gonna um, I'm gonna promote this. Um, <laughs> Susie and Barbara save ch- <laughs> save you thousands of dollars per year using this travel. one trick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, cool. So I now that now that I took us on a complete see I knew I would have to distract us with a complete subject change somewhere in the middle. It's my style. It's what I do. You yes. gotta create a good laugh because it's not the groom pod without some laughter. We gotta have some kind of fun. So what's the upshot? What should groomers do? Should groomers try to boycott? Should we promote boycotting the brands? I think, no, I think that the best defense against things this is education, educating yourself on products, educating yourself on changes to those brands. We all like to preach shop small. Um, I, I'll be honest, I do a lot of Amazon shopping, but I do look for that small business tag. But you know what? 
brands are still tagged on Amazon as small business. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they're not the same anymore. But the thing of it is, for me, I, I noticed that the brand acquisition is actually the smaller part. The supplier, the distributor mm-hmm. acquisition, is there's more distributors that have been acquired than there have been actual brands. And right. so that's like, there's really no way we can impact that. No, but I do think, um, so again, if you are aware that this distributor is owned by this brand and then sells these brands and is stopping someone else from maybe carrying them on Amazon or something, I think that can go a long way. Owning the manufacturing and the product line and then owning the means of distribution is the way that they make their most, right? Because it doesn't cost a lot to fill a gallon of shampoo, generally speaking. It's true. You know, it just doesn't. I'm not going to go about, because that'll just make groomers feel really sad for themselves. But it, there's more well, to the than- truth is, there's a lot of profit margin in mm-hmm. shampoo manufacturing. You know? So many people do discounted shipping. If you, as a person, tried to send four gallons of shampoo to your friend, it's easily $100. Right. So, yes, I am not discounting what goes behind shampoo manufacturing because it's more than just what's put into the bottle. It's the people that you support as a company, your marketers, your distributors, your shippers, your, uh, you know, factory guys, the person who calls and handles your complaint because this gallon of shampoo leaked or this one smelled rotten. And who you buy from. Yeah. And who who you buy buy your ingredients from. What support you give to chemical suppliers. Mm -hmm. This is where the trust factor comes in. We have to trust our manufacturers that they're buying quality ingredients. Yeah. And then we see this kind of vicious profit making stuff going on. We start to question. I know that show season has certain certain points they try to purchase from companies that don't require a great deal of shipping to them. They local closer, you know, American versus Chinese and when you're going just for profit, you give up that kind of stuff. Yeah. You have to, because the profit is made by finding sources that are cheaper and are offering cheaper shipping. Um, the, the company values are fucked over. I'm going to put a plug in here for the distributors, the smaller distributors like Cascade. It's your local distributors. You have a wealth of information with many of these people. Like, for instance, Michael at Cascade. He is so knowledgeable within the industry. He knows stuff. He can help you make decisions. You don't get that from Amazon. I mean, sure, you can read uh, reviews, but it doesn't really give you the nuts and bolts that you get from a distributor that you work with on a regular basis. And if you happen to be lucky enough to have one you can actually drive to, you cut out the shipping. And, you know, it may be added in a little bit to the price, but it's amateurized over all of the stuff that they get in. And it's much more financially viable that way. So please support your independent distributors. Yeah. 
They're the movers and the shakers. Yeah. I like Pet Store Direct. Pet Store Direct, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, good. I've mentioned Pedigree. Pedigree yeah. is, yeah, Pedigree is another one. They're very good. Yeah. Pet Store Direct, I kind of like because they support the Latino community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even having Spanish-speaking seminars at their location and that kind of thing. I love that. This is a lovely spot to mention because we've been getting a lot of questions, Barbara, about your book. You can get the book at Groomers Mart. So for everybody who's been asking on Facebook, Groomers Mart is the one who will have it. And uh, they may even have it at the tent sale. Yeah. And and that's another great independent distributor that's been around forever. Um, And if you're down near them, they have a beautiful showroom. I know before COVID, they had a lot of seminars there. I know things changed. It, it was like with COVID and health-wise and stuff, but um, just lovely, lovely family. And even the sharpening, like that's a one-stop family-owned, everybody's related and it, really nice people, just the best. Speaking of sharpening, we want to welcome Randy and Cheryl Lowe from Precision Sharp. And invite you to check out their website where you can see their newest precise cut shear called Lynx. It's a patented design featuring a thumb ring that slides the length of the handle for perfect ergonomic placement of your thumb. Slide it and lock it into position to get your best groom on. Check it out at PrecisionSharp.com. Look at what my hand looks like now. It's all weird and stuff. Oh, wow. So the fact that yeah. I can move that thumb ring somewhere that it's appropriate for my wacky finger is just fantastic. Yeah, and, and smooth. <laughs> so let's wrap this discussion up. Uh, Barbara, do you have anything you want to add here to cap it off? No, I think I've said it all. <laughs> okay, Helen, how about you? What do you want to tell us? Educate yourself on who you're buying from. And I know there's always convenience, but... Um, If you're going to your trade shows, stop by those independent people because that's just like we like to say, well, when you buy from me, like you're feeding my kids, it's the same thing for those independent distributors. Thank you, Helen, for being here. Do you want to plug anything? What do you got going on? I am one of the certifiers for NDGAA now this year. Um, We have a couple of workshops coming up. I'll be judging at the Teton Show, which is an independent grooming show. Super excited about that. Quincy Cole took it over. And then uh, I have some seminars and stuff coming up, but I'm really thrilled to um, work for Heart and Paul and getting to uh, go out and teach more and and really do some uh, fun stuff for a change instead of (laughs) running around uh, just trying to shave dog butts. (laughs) Excellent. Well, okay, remember to support our sponsors, Best Shot Show Season, Precision Sharp, Brewmore, and Stasco. And thanks for being here. Happy grooming, everyone. See you next time on The Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. See you at The Groom Shop. Until you come, we can tell you that.